What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Episode four, Meet the Press. I am Tyler Dixon. My co-host, as always, Jared McDonald. Got a new hat. What's what's this one? I'm this barbecue. I'm barbecue. And uh, I went to the location in Fort Worth. I believe that's the original one. They've got a couple others since then, I believe. Okay. Uh, they've had probably one of the best bites of barbecue I've ever had. They've got a bacon burnt ends. Um, so it's Ooh. like burnt ends, but with pork belly. It's delicious, man. It's that it's incredible. Yeah, I love the vibe there too. It's kind of like a, it's not like an old school barbecue joint. It's very new school. Um, okay, you know, kind of. I don't want to say hipsterish, but it, I I like the vibe in there. It's very laid back, kind of not like a pecan lodge vibe or something. Yeah, not not the same type of thing. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I sat at the bar. Um, you know, talked with the bartender quite a bit, so. It was just a cool experience. I would definitely go back there. It's one of my favorites I've been to. Well, I, I, I haven't gone to that place I told you about here yet. I meant to go yesterday. Um, there, But there is now, there is a barbecue spot a few blocks from uh, my house here in Cape Girardeau called True Q Barbecue. People are raving about it on the, on the Facebook, man. But I can't, like, there's no, they have a page, but that's it. It just says they have, like, a page. Like there's no information on it whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know if I would go straight off of Facebook um, for yeah, barbecue yeah. reviews. You gotta you gotta right. do it yourself first of all. But there's also a lot of people that recommend barbecue to me uh, at places where it is not great. To just put it nicely, where okay, give me somewhere that like is super proud of their barbecue, but like it's not that good. Um. You know, I'd say one that I got a lot is whenever I'm in like that Nashville, Murfreesboro area, a lot of people okay. tell me to go to Mission Barbecue. And I mean, it's not bad, but it's just, it's chain barbecue. Same thing with like City Barbecue. City Barbecue right. is okay. chain barbecue. Um, you know, there was a place in Cookville, Tennessee. I went, I forget the name. It was kind of same deal. You know, it, it's not bad if you know what you're getting into, but it's not that high end, you know, right. you, you're, you're, top of the line Texas barbecue. You get what you think you're going to get like if you want if you're going there thinking that you're going to get like this texas experience you're not going to get that yeah you're like, going to get just, what you're there for yeah like i post pictures of my barbecue all the time and you can probably tell just by the pictures whether it's one of those types of chain restaurants right, right. that everybody tells me to go to or whether it's you know the high-end top 50 texas barbecue joints like i'm like pecan lodge like 2m like snow is one of those um so I'm, I'm trying to like recap the week in my head, but it's getting to that like stressful part of the school year for me. But I did catch a little bit on Monday because it makes me feel inferior every year was the Boston Marathon. But <clears throat> I've never like obviously everybody has memories of of the tragedy at Boston and Marathon and all, and all those things. But I've gotten lucky enough to cover somebody that has ran in the marathon have you ever covered anybody been to the marathon? Is that your thing? I've never covered anybody during it. Uh, I have okay. been to the marathon because I went to okay. school, um, you know, right outside of Boston in Newton, Massachusetts uh, for four years. Um, you know, like you said, that tragedy, I was, I actually went back home that weekend. I was coming back mm. to, um, you know, the Boston area. I was taking the bus from Bangor, Maine to, you know, Boston, then taking the subway from there to my campus. And because uh, we had to stop right at, the edge of my campus um and i had decided to take the next bus than the one i was planning on taking um and just sticking around and having lunch with my mom before i took mm -hmm. off um and if i had taken that one i would have been you know in that area 
around right, that yeah. same time. So it, I, instead, I got on the bus and then I looked at Twitter, like I always do everywhere I go. Right. Um, saw that there was breaking news, um, you know, what had happened. So I got off in Portland, Maine, um, you know, about halfway. My stepbrother lived there, stayed the night with him, and then went mm-hmm. into the city the next day. Um, you know, then a couple days later, when they had the whole manhunt and everything, uh, our campus was, you know, just a couple miles away from where all that was happening. So we were under oh, wow. lockdown. Yeah. But yeah, we were under lockdown the entire day. Um, you know, no classes, nothing like that. Couldn't even leave our dorms to like mm-hmm. go to the dining hall or anything. At, at some point later in the day, um, before they actually captured him, uh, we got like escorted to the closest building where they could provide us with like a bagged lunch. So, but Holy but later smokes. on after that, yeah, no, it was it was a weird time, man. Um, it was wild. Um, you know, I was lucky I wasn't actually there um, right, when it yeah. happened, but you know, it, it was cool to see the event. The next couple of years as it mm-hmm. took place because that's when i got to go and see it it's it's a whole event every year the city you know all the little towns around there and stuff on our college campus they call it marathon monday mm-hmm. um, yeah, cool. everybody around there does but it's pretty much just a big party um don't the Sox really experience that, that day also don't they usually yeah like have like, like a day a, game or something yeah like a morning game okay. yeah okay or a morning so game it, it's, okay. it's a pretty cool event it's probably one of the coolest events sporting events that i've ever been to i what's the coolest event you've ever covered i mean i've been to i've been to a final four i've been to a um an ncaa championship that like as a fan that was pretty cool but but what's like the coolest thing that you have covered as as a sports writer that i've covered that's tough to say um you know i've i've done some things i like CUSA championship. That's always fun. Right, yeah. You know, it's kind of a big event, especially with basketball because the winner gets to go play in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got to watch North Texas. They had beaten West. really sucks. You haven't got ago. to cover an NCAA tournament, Jared. I don't know if you realize that. Yeah. But... I've got to cover an NIT. Yeah. That's uh, not that, in the tournament though. That, that was a whole okay. experience for another day. Uh, yeah. Another story. But um, yeah, I'd say that's pretty cool. I was actually, I didn't really cover it. I was actually at the Mavericks game in 2020. Okay. Um, right before the Conference USA tournament, you know, Western played in it the next the next day they were supposed mm-hmm. to. Um, but I went to the Mavericks game. Um, the PR guy there, he's from Maysville, Kentucky, where I used to work. So I reached out to him to see if I could get credentials and an interview. Uh, Courtney Lee, former Hilltopper, uh-huh. who was with the Mavericks at the time. Right. But that was when all the COVID stuff was starting. And... You know, everybody was having all these questions. Then all of a sudden, you know, no, you can't talk to Courtney Lee. We'll still have credentials for you. Or, or it might be different. You know, they didn't really know right. what exactly was happening because nobody did. And then at halftime of that game, the news came out that the NBA was suspending the season. And yeah. I just remember I have a Snapchat. It's like uh, in my memory saved or whatever before the game, like ready to go or something uh, from the press area of the stadium. Then at halftime with that on the screen in the stadium in the background just says, uh, I was going on. So to the coolest things I cover, but to like, talk about that because I remember that day also because I had, um, I was interviewing Albert Jackson who former Georgia bulldog Hopkins County central, um, played his, uh, final year of high school, two years or something at, at Oak Hill. Um, then played professionally for a little bit. And I was talking to him for a story because um, at that point they were talking about playing the SEC tournament with no fans. And 
the last time that that had happened had been whenever he played in the SEC tournament in Atlanta. And there, I think it had been a tornado or something that hit the dome. And they played it where Georgia Tech plays, which is some coliseum, I think. And he said, he goes, yeah, that it only had a certain number of fans in there. And, and he said, for him, it wasn't really an issue because Georgia was really not good that year. He goes, so we didn't play in front of fans all year. He <laughs> goes, we, I mean, that was normal for us. Um, right. So I thought that, but I was talking to him as they said, they're suspending the, the, the NBA season. And uh, like hearing his reaction, he was crazy. He's like, why? That's that's unheard of. Um, but cooler things I've covered. I've covered some Missouri Valley tournaments. That was fun. Um, I met Craig Sager at a Missouri Valley basketball tournament once. Um, I cover one of the first things I actually ever covered as a sports writer. I wrote for the Caro Citizen, RIP, uh, the first paper I worked at. Uh, they had a, a fundraising game between Cairo and Egyptian, which is like, it's in Tams, Illinois, which is the other school in that county. And they had a little fundraising game and they actually had it at the forum in Memphis. And so like I drove down there um, with my former boss, Isaac Smith. Um, and then, and it's super funny because like we met up with some of his photographer friends um, that I like grew to know later, like going to SIU. So that was, that was pretty cool. But yeah, that was the first thing I actually covered was a high school basketball game in the FedEx forum. But that's pretty, yeah, that's a pretty cool venue. I was there was um, yeah. back in November. I, I saw Kobe's, I saw Kobe's last game in Memphis. Really? Yep. I, yep. I saw it. Uh, I wasn't covering it. I was still in college at the time. Derek mm-hmm. Jeter's last game at Fenway park. Ooh, that yeah. was a really cool, you know, experience because it was at Fenway. It was in Boston, but both teams, you know, were pretty bad that year. Right. Um, yeah. I don't think either made the playoffs, so it didn't really matter. So the whole mm-hmm. place was just packed with Yankees fans. The T going to the game was packed with Yankees fans. Right. So it was like a Boston takeover. I grew up a Yankees fan, so it was it was tons of fun. That's yeah. Like back back when I was paying for tickets. Man, dude, that that's a weird thing. Is like. I have like a little booster pass to get into our high school events. And I'm like, this is like my credential now. Like, this is what I carry around. <laughs> um, but I, I don't remember if I sent you this on, on Twitter or Instagram this week, that, um, that baseball game. Did we, did I send you that? The, where the oh. pitcher speared the, the batter rounding third. Yeah. Yeah. The video that went viral. It was like yeah. a junior college or something. Yeah. Like I, I feel like we're missing some of the video. Like we're missing some of the context there. Because, yeah, we didn't see what happened when and, and the whole rest of the game. Right, exactly. Or, or like I don't really remember, like you kind of walk to first, but you don't really see second and third, and then like you just see the pitcher just run over and spear him. I mean, like he took him down. Yeah, it was. Like, have you ever covered like a game where there was a fight or anything like that? Not, not anything. Not like a malice in the palace type of deal um you know early on in my career i was at a high school soccer game where one kid you know slide tackled another kid and then the other one you know put him in a headlock and they got red cards and stuff you know there's games that get chippy there's coaches that get teed up you know they do the right you know players might do the little pushing and shoving and then it kind of settles down but definitely nothing quite like that i've covered i've covered a it wasn't necessarily a brawl but it was like between games there was a fight it was 
Um, Mounds Meridian, where I'm from, uh, and Cairo, which is the high school about 10 minutes away, never really like each other. And there's always kind of that thing that goes back and forth. And this night, they didn't even play each other. Like, they were both in separate games, and there was a brawl in the middle of it. And it's whenever I worked, I worked at Carroll still. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, 11 people got arrested, I think. They got arrested? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, there was another big one in um, – I forgot where it was. But, yeah, like, in this one, like, 11 people got arrested. That's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen anything oh, quite yeah. like that. Yes, that like what are you what are you guys doing in Illinois? Oh, we wild man. Obviously, like so, Southern Illinois is. It, I, I don't know. It's when people are like you tell people you're from Illinois and they're like and you're like oh Chicago and I'm like opposite, like complete opposite. Um, but yeah, there's like so that wasn't seeing brawls and stuff is not that weird. I don't feel like because I have yeah. seen a few before. Yeah, I always hope that it doesn't happen. Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's your hope, but yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, well, obviously, I don't want to see, like, kids out there fighting or anything or grown right. men out there fighting, unless it's like UFC, and that's the whole purpose. Um, I, I have done that. I've covered, like, kickboxing and stuff. But Oh, have you really? I've never covered anything like that. Yeah, that's where, I, actually, when I first got started at a school, uh, I was in line at an ice cream shop in Bangor, Maine, uh, with my, at that time, girlfriend, and... In front of us was a kid that graduated high school four years ahead of me, I believe. Um, okay. He had dated a girl that I was, I had graduated with, um, and he was in the MMA scene up there in New England. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm holding this kickboxing ex- exhibition to you know support veterans and stuff. You should come on out and write it and write about it and stuff." And then I sent a message to um, you know a guy that runs Eastern Maine Sports, um, mm-hmm. you know, a website up there, Mark Kelman, and that's how I started writing stuff for him just kind of for free to get experience and then after that kept applying jobs and ended up in kentucky so that's that's usually how it happens we you like one thing happens and then everything is a blur and then bam you're in kentucky that's about how it happens yeah yeah if not for gifford's ice cream i don't know if i'd be here right now shout out giffords if you want to sponsor us i'm assuming that's not a chain right that has to be like a local uh it's it's like New England, Maine, Maine base. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's it's. I don't know what it would be compared to here, but no, I haven't covered anything. Like an Andes wild. You, you, a what? I like. I've. I'm trying to think if if, I, if I've been in the like. You always want to go to like the baseball games where the bench is clear, like because then like that's like a memory you have. I'm trying to think if I've. I'm yeah. sure I've been to at least one where the bench is cleared. Yep. I just don't. There was remember. one in uh, a double A game, Portland, Maine. Um, the Sea Dogs. Uh, I think they were playing oh, Binghamton. The the, okay. I think it's the Mets affiliate. Bench is cleared in that one. Uh, just a couple days ago, actually. It was it was wild. There was one guy kicking another guy while he was down. The one that stands out, the fight that I've seen like on TV, mm-hmm. was I think it was 04. Yankees Red Sox. Um, is this the? It was um, the Veritech A Rod one. Oh, the Veritech. Um, A-Rod. I think it was okay. the the um, Pedro Martinez. Um, Oh shoot! I forget who the coach was with the Yankees. Uh, that he kind of threw him to the ground. But I had been, I was at oh, the oh. Yankees game in uh, the Bronx just a couple days before that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of his name and I can't think of it. I can see him. Don? It was it Don? Yeah, I think so. I don't. Re- but you can. I see. I'm seeing Pedro, like him coming Don? at and Pedro, just like 
like Olay, basically Olaying him by. Yeah, it was Don Zimmer. Don Zimmer, yeah, that's what it is. That's what yep. it was. Okay. Yeah, but no, I've never covered anything like that. Um, you know, nothing that wild. You know, most of my life is actually outside of the travel and the barbecue and whatnot. Uh, you know, fairly boring. Like today, I just spent the whole day in the office designing the sports section. So, like, I, think I don't think a lot of people notice that. I think that's interesting. Is like what we actually do on a daily basis, and um, for this section or this segment and our and our final, uh, I'm going to bring in a very special guest who is uh, joining us all the way from my dining room. Uh, my younger brother Brady Dixon is going to come is going to talk to us. Boys, how are we doing this evening? It's good. Oh, we're. Yeah, we're ha- we're we're cooking along now. This is episode four. Like we're humming, like, we're going yeah. along now. Already on Spotify, mm-hmm. already on Apple, on YouTube, on Google Podcast, on another one that nobody uses. Yeah, uh, but you can subscribe okay. and follow along to all of them. I forgot what it was. What start with the C? I forgot what it was. C. No idea. Uh, is it uh, the Cremio? I don't think so. I don't remember Maybe what it was. But anyway, yeah, like so, we were saying, like a lot of people don't see what goes into the day to day. They just think that we're out here going to games and watching games. And right. That's the they, when they, the game's over, we're peacing out. But really, it's they, an hour later, two hours later, we're getting locked in stadiums. And, and that's you know, super that's funny even, because that's not even the office talk, because I have friends that um, do radio. And I mean, after the game, like in my mind, that's whenever my job starts. Like after the game yeah. is whenever. Like I have to work and they're all like, Hey man, let's go grab drinks. Let's go, let's go do something. And I'm like, I got work guys. Like I don't have to put my stuff up and, and like, I, I, I have to work. Like this is whenever I actually have to do things. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of what we do, a lot of people don't see. And I think, I don't think it would help if they did. I think they would still complain as much as they do, but I, I just think it would be interesting for them to kind of see that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree totally. Um, you know, I think when people realize how much does go into it, um, you know, I think they start to, you know, appreciate it a little bit more. Um, you know, it's like, I'm sure you realize this too. We never really have a true off day because you're always no. checking to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I know I get like, we've talked about this on the podcast before, if you haven't heard, uh, you can go back and find the other episodes on Apple, on Spotify. Um, but, you know, we, I, I've, got the, I've got the transfer portal notifications from like three or four different Twitter accounts on my phone. So it constantly blows up Yeah, um, my phone and it, it killed the battery on my last phone entirely. But I mean, yeah, it's, it never, it never really ends. You're, you're well, always following. And I know, Brady, I know you can obviously talk about this as well. Um, and you can talk about what you do, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, like I never have an off day. Like when I have an off day, somebody was like, Oh, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm still going to check Twitter. So yeah, like I'm still going to be on Twitter all, all the time. Yeah. And I'm kind of right there along with that. Um, for the last few years, I've been doing caddying and I've done that professionally seasonally between Naples, Florida and anywhere up North that I could find. But as of January, I recently took a job working for nest seekers international uh, and started doing residential real estate uh, anywhere from Southampton, New York, all the way out to Montauk. Uh, we do a little bit of coverage on the on the North Fork, but an hour and a half east of Long Island is uh, is a long way from Mounds, Illinois. 
Yeah, that's I know you sent me like snaps of some of the houses and it's absolutely ridiculous. Like it's, it's just monopoly money. It's so I, if anyone has seen the show what's Million the show Dollar Beach Homes on Netflix. Million Dollar Beach Homes on Netflix. That's who he now works for. Jimmy um, is my boss. And yeah, one of the guys on there, Jimmy Brady squatted in his pool house for how long? Uh, like two and a half months while I, or two months while I was taking my New York real estate course. He gave me a two week internship and I took two weeks. He told me to start the course, did that two months later, got my real estate license and got kicked out of the pool house. So I'm not really sure how that played out. So you got really, a job and got kicked out. I got a job and got kicked out. I was replaced. I was. I mean, not, nice not too bad though. I got a pretty I, good I, little studio now. It's a good location. But the the day never ends. The other day I was I was pulling in late night and get a call. Hey, can you go do six showings tomorrow morning? Yeah, sure. And then after you do those, I got four more for you in the afternoon. And then whatever you have scheduled, either find a way to manage it or yeah. So how is it for you going from living in a studio and then you go show these houses that are I go from 500 square feet to 15,000 in seven and a half minutes. Yeah. And that's uh, it's just a house. It doesn't look like it. But, but yeah, with a lot of like with eight in, bathrooms. I'm going to do enough research beforehand to where whenever you walk in you you're overwhelmed, but you don't get to show it. Right, right, right. I get that. I guess but that's like. There's some places that you walk in though, and you you just say, "Damn, that's that's pretty impressive." One of the first houses that I walked in out there, uh, a friend of mine, her family develops, and this house was on 1.8 acres. Uh, you're looking at you pull in and you pull into the courtyard. You look to the left, garage, four car garage. You look to the right, four car garage. Walk into the house, 10 bed, 12 bath, 15,570 square feet and sold in July of last year for 24 and a half million. That's absolutely insane. You look to my right in four feet, you see a wall. You look to your left in 10 feet, you see a wall. And that includes <laughs> the living room, dining room and kitchen. I can. Uh, yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I, I had a bathroom in in grad school in Murray that um, I could probably have showered, done the business and wash my hands without like turning around. Like it, I, I got, I got that apartment and I left Murray and I panicked for the entire like four days I was gone because I didn't remember if the bathroom had a door. Like I thought I'm like, this place is, this bathroom is so small that it didn't have a door, but it did thankfully. And on my end of it, I went from uh, caddying full time, wearing a bib to work six and a half months ago to now I, I got to roll up there and walk in this place like I own the joint and tell somebody all the reasons that they should own it. Jared would love to wear a bib to work because that would probably mean he was like eating something. Oh, hey, you, you know, like I know. a lot of pockets, two pockets in front, two pockets in back, a lot of cup holders. Okay, but I guess while we're talking about pockets, cargo shorts. I'm wearing some right now. I, I love cargo shorts. They get a lot of hate, but they're oh, functional, they're especially with functional, this. Functionally functional. strong 
uh, stylishly lacking. Well, I don't know about that, but definitely functionally <laughs> strong. But Jared, I guess like what he was saying about like you can't be overwhelmed. Like you have to walk in like that's the norm for you. I get. It, do you it. feel like that sometimes? Sometimes it, you just walk in and that's it. Like you know? Jared, you're like you're covering. Like, I, I kind of get it in a sense where yeah. like, because like I'm in this one bedroom apartment and then I go talk to these like millionaires or, or future superstars in the NBA right. or the NFL. And um, it, it's kind of weird for me. Like at least the ones that play at Western or have been to Western, it's like, I've mm-hmm. gotten to know them over time. So I just see them as like the person that they are mm-hmm. not right, right, right. a famous person. Like, when people come and attack someone on Twitter, it's it's kind of weird because to me, it's like I see them as the person that they are, um, right? That coach that they are, you know. So that's yeah. what it's like for me, and that's kind of how I'm used to it now. Is that how you feel whenever I attack Rick Stansberry on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, makes sense. Rick, like Rick invited me to Thanksgiving before, so I know you told uh, me. But that. no, I I honestly <laughs> just think he's like everybody thinks he should be fired or or whatnot. But I think he's the I, I legitimately think he's the best guy for the job right now. I, I have no issue with him. I just wish he would win. Like, so I just wish he. he would win. I, I, they I, would they, so. I mean, they, they do win more than, like, anybody in the conference. They just I know. haven't that's, been that's able to get past that home. And, and that's, yeah. I hope it's – And I, uh, we, we, uh, We're going to have a segment on this about mid-majors and what, what makes successful mid-majors. And I've said this before. If you judge a mid-major on whether they have a successful season on whether they make the NCAA tournament or not, more often you are than not, you're going to be extremely on. You're going to be because only what 68 Absolutely. teams are going to be happy a year or something like, yeah, which is less than what are there 337 D1 teams or something? Shoot, there, there was only 60, uh, I guess there was 68, but you know, 67 well, I mean, of those that won conference titles are, are gotten at large, right? Because you know, Bellerman, uh, oh, yeah, they were on that probationary a- or. I don't know what they call it, probationary. Period, I think that, they had I, made that transition. The yeah, transition some weird thing. Yeah. And, and then like I, that had a great season and didn't make the tournament. Like you're looking at a really strong Texas A&M squad. That's true. That, that doesn't make the tournament goes all the way to the NIT finals. Yeah. Like the Aggies. I feel like that's interesting. Um, one, one thing I think that Jared frustrates me is whenever – you put out like I've had tweets go viral before. Like I've had Jamar and Sharp go viral on a tweet before. Whenever he um, was the on the bad end of a Kiki Tandy dunk, um, but it's like it's always the ones that you never think are going to go off. And I think that's the frustrating part is like you put out I put I put out a tweet and I'm like oh man this is going to be good and it gets like no love and then I put out one that's like. Oh yeah, this guy wore red shoelaces with his green shoes and like I mean wildfire. My senior year of college, I hit a ping pong ball into a solo cup and it was shown on MTV in 26 countries. That's true. He went viral for a trick golf shot. What have you went viral for, Rachel? Or Rachel lately, Jared? Uh yes, it's me, Rachel. Uh, Rachel. But uh <laughs> Honestly, like, I get what you're saying. Like, I write stories, and I'm like, everybody wants to know about the quarterbacks. And then I write a story about a punter, and that gets the most views I've seen, you know, Absolutely. the last two seasons. I mean, and, you look and, at the, uh, the NFL season this year, the year of the kicker. Yeah. 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 But, like, I was doing the spring game 
for Western on Saturday, giving some updates. Uh, the first update I gave was on the punting battle because the best story I wrote was about a punter, apparently. But, about the coffee you know, corners. Yeah. And um, my most interacted with tweet or, or anything from that day was a video at halftime of the spring game, the spring scrimmage, whatever you want to call it. And the video was Big Red racing a bunch of kids from the 50-yard line to the end zone and absolutely smoking them, showing no mercy. Um, so that was that was the experience I had with that recently. So, okay. I think it's time we have this talk. Red. Big Red. Big Red. Jared. <laughs> Jared, he's a hill. Mound. Glorified mound. No, man. I, I mean, they're the hilltoppers. They're not the mound toppers. I know you're I know you can't speak on this, but no, I can. I love Big I Red. Mean, this, see, I this know, is this is what we were going to again with the famous people. You know, I've been around Big Red over the last few years. So, you know, I get the fist bumps before the game and stuff. And oh you can't God. you can't leave someone hanging. Uh, I would do it to another mascot if they came and well of course yeah you're not gonna leave yeah it's like whenever a baby hands you a phone you're gonna answer that damn phone like yeah 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 Yeah. it's like that so i've been around big red so i love big red Mm -hmm. i love big red's antics uh big red wore a cowboy hat to one or two games i've been to very fashionable gosh that probably probably more so fashionable than the cargo shorty even jared have you ever worn cargo shorts and a cowboy hat at the same time i think they cancel each other out i do probably I'm 100% sure you probably have. Oh. I, I, I haven't worn my cowboy hat that often. Uh, oh, okay. You know, especially mm-hmm. lately. Uh, does it does it come to have much use in Bowling Green? No, I take it with to Texas with me on the road trips. It went to yeah. the uh, conference tournament this past year. Yeah. I got it in Texas and, and Dallas. Um, two days, three days before the first responder bowl. Um, right. I was down there with Elliot Pratt, bought it at a store because we're in Texas and doing Texas things. Yeah. And I wore it over to SMU where Western Kentucky was practicing before the first responder bowl. I wore it for about 30 seconds into practice and then took it off and did some video stuff. You could watch for like 20 minutes. Then we had to go into another room and just sit and wait for them to finish practice because um, they didn't want us stealing their secrets. And then I came back yep, like two, or two, three hours later, whatever it was, and wasn't wearing it still. Didn't have it showing anywhere. Tyson Heldon walks across the field. And the first thing he says was, which one of y'all came in here wearing the cowboy hat? I liked that. And so now it's kind of like a little a little bit every time they go to Texas or play at Texas school. Or this, last year their homecoming was Wild Wild Western themed. I ask him as the last question of the press conference is, like, Tyson, are you going to wear a cowboy hat? And he always says, no, I'm going to wear the same $90 <laughs> suit from Kohl's that I got off the rack. <laughs> That's funny. So, like, going back to Big Red – Obviously, a hill is a weird mascot. Interesting. Have you ever covered – I'm trying to think of all the ones around Maysville. Have you ever covered a weird mascot or anything like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Going, kind of going back to Big Red, though, a lot of people don't understand what it is. Like, I was covering a game earlier this year, and I think Western was playing Alabama State or Alabama A&M or something, mm-hmm. and I was sitting courtside at the media seat, and one of their players came up to me and was like, excuse me, sir um, – what exactly is a hilltopper? I was like, you see, school's on a hill. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't really know. He caught me off guard, uh, first of all. But, no, I've covered some weird ones. I love the polar bears back the in pol- yeah. County, Kentucky. Yeah, the camels up in Campbell County. 
I was a Saluki, uh, um, which is a weird mascot. Some some would say it's a ancient Egyptian dog that is uh, my bad. royalty. Like what? Like a skinnier greyhound. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of fair. Um, I've covered the wooden shoes, two topless wooden shoes. T-town. The Epping, the Effingham Flaming Hearts. Um, I've never covered them, but uh, in West Virginia, there's the polka dots. Oh, that's right. Uh, yep. Apple uh, knockers in Southern Illinois. We have the Cobden Cobden. Apple knockers. Yeah. How about that? Mm -hmm. The what's Apple the knockers. knockers? What is that? Um, it's it's a big um, like migrant community, and there's a lot of like orchards, and there were people that knock the apples, apples and okay. yeah. um corn jerkers is one in illinois um i it's think there's a hoopers a... um somewhere in, there in is... ohio i think there's a crooksville ceramics because there's like a big pottery scene in the town oh. or something centralia illinois is the orphans mm. kind of a weird one you know what their girls teams are called oh gosh what the annies the or... yeah like the orphan annies yeah there was one. Um, it weighs heavy on my mind. Most days. Uh, an old 10th region school in Kentucky that recently closed down. Silver mm -hmm. Grove. The big trains and the lady trains. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific names. Um, Anytime I could write lady trains, I would. <laughs> it's just we it's just weird when you have to throw lady in front. Like trains aren't. Yeah, I, I had I covered Apollo that had the eagles. The boys with the Ooh, eagles. Yeah, the yeah I've seen them. Eagles. Yeah. Um, trying to go there's some other weird ones. There is a That's one funny. in Illinois. I will warn everyone, it is a very not appropriate and very racist. Mm. The Pekin Chinks, because where they were in reference to Pekin China, if you like went directly through, it connected. But yeah, that one's not that anymore. Um, the midgets of Freeburg. Freeburg. Mm-hmm. Tulane. Green wave, yeah, that's an interesting one. Yep. Just some water. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I kind of like those ones though, like the um, the blue Stanford, tornado, the Cardinals, just a Christmas tree. Blue tornado, yeah, Paducah's good. Yeah, blue hens, um, Delaware. Are they yeah. the blue hens? Yeah, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. That that I mean, team beat the, SIU. The University Peacocks are pretty strong. Peacocks, Stetson yeah. Hatters. They, they were strutting oh, through the, yeah. the big dance. Stetson yeah. Hatters. Straight through the state of Kentucky, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Saint Saint Kentucky is what that it was rough. I, I grew up I grew up watching the main black bears. I've only seen one black bear um, you know, in the wild in my life, and I hit it with my car. Um, yeah. Is that that has to be common up there, right? Deer. One? Deer or we had like a how to hit a moose with your car day and driver's ed. Well, of course, so, because if you hit the legs, then obviously you break the legs and the and the body comes on you, body, right? And then, it, yeah, and a lot of times it doesn't die and it'll flail around and that's when you get a lot of the okay injuries and stuff. So okay. It'll, it'll panic so, and go in shock and stuff. Just so we can continue the mascot conversation, then I now have to know, what's the correct way to hit a moose? Yeah. I don't think there's a good way, to be honest with you. I, I think that's... Miss it, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't think the eyes reflect. Just pay attention. Drive to careful. You know, especially in the areas where 
I don't have a good caution. I don't yeah. have a good answer to that. Just don't. Just don't well, I'm just asking what they taught you in in they school because now I'm concerned remember. that we have that we have all these uninformed drivers around that don't know how to take out well, a move some, if need some be. people some people will say like you know how the instinct is to like slam on the brake yeah 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 that'll yeah. dip the nose of your car or your truck down and that's when Ooh. it like kind of topples on top of you so some people say you should speed up at the end i think you <laughs> i think it's personal preference on how you are. <laughs> <laughs> well like if you're from like my, my father has always said, like whenever you see like a deer or something, and it's got like a pretty big rack, you do speed up and you knock and you knock that thing down. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of what the thought process was. Well, the road, it's so it's so damn big. I don't think it matters. <laughs> you just gotta hope. You gotta hope. Yeah. What this car were you in when you hit a black bear? Uh, a nineteen ninety nine Subaru Legacy. It had both a cassette Ooh. player and a CD player. Ooh. Not to not to flex on y'all, but dual action. That is a, combo yeah no it was a cool car it um i was in an accident in it um you know really the only accident i had been in. when i hit the bear it i was going so slow bear? it was a back road um, <laughs> i was going so slow i was on a back road um and it just kind of came out of nowhere there was no light on the road or anything and it just I bet it did. barely tapped it uh, but uh, i was in an accident in my high school um you know i was coming back on the highway someone um, had hit like a big 12 point 200 something pound bug and you know it caused like a multi-car accident because right. it, it not great messed up the roadway no no so but the legacy returned after that and made it until i left for kentucky and then it died oh so it did make it but, to maysville no 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 oh, oh, it, oh, oh, okay it got sold and then i was like this is the car this is what you're paying and whatever happens happens you know what you're getting it's not that expensive it's an as-is deal yeah. yeah 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 it wasn't much money it got That's, me through high school. To go off of that and take it back to the real estate talk, the amount of the thing that blows me away up there, talking about doing something sight unseen, buying it, you're you're getting it as is. These people are spending this amount of money and doing these things to go through these houses, and they're doing it sight unseen. And we've got transactions that are going through for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on places that people have no idea what they look like. Man, if, if I buy a new deodorant, I look at that for 10 minutes. I read the direct, I read the, the ingredients on the back of it. They're all the same. Yeah. I signed my first lease in Maysville, um, my only lease in Maysville, without looking at the apartment. Because I was and? I had moved and I was there and thumbs up, thumbs up. I didn't really have a choice. I had needed somewhere to live. Uh it it was an older apartment, not terrible. <laughs> I, I stayed there for like three years, so uh the management um at least like apartment manager. She was great. She had a kid, um, you know, in one of the local school systems. So I kind of knew oh. her and got to know them over the years. So it worked out well for me. Uh, luckily, it could have gone very, very bad. Um, I know you sent me a a post this week of like mis like misprinted hats, like for like <laughs> NFL. Like, and then I and then I went down the rabbit hole of like all these messed up things and we're talking about like i made a new girl reference whenever we talked before because i like new girl um whenever nick's dad makes all these like bootleg hats that say like chicago go bills or something and then like i started getting down the rabbit hole and there are some pretty fun ones if you ever look it up because like they just completely mesh teams together and i think and, and i know i've said this i don't know if you've ever thought this 
about how weird it is that most high schools in Kentucky just rip off mascots. Have you, have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's not just Kentucky. It's all over. I, I, I guess that's true. I just, I, I just, whenever I went to like cover state tournaments for wrestling and like, I, I mean, Wayne County, I mean, that's a Badger logo right there. I mean, that's, that's a big red W. I mean, Apollo has Anheuser-Busch. There's a lot of Wildcats in Kentucky. I mean, for wild good reason. Wildcats and Panthers and Lions. Like, I've never seen oh my. an actual Wildcat. <laughs> you've never seen a Wildcat? <laughs> I guess that's true. No, I've seen, you've seen a Bobcat? Yeah. How many? I mean, you're over here, here talking about, you're asking what to do when you hit a moose. How many moose are you going to see in your life? Uh, uh, I saw a lot growing up. I'm from uh, Maine, so. So here, you, here, you no. only said you only saw like one black bear. Where are there more Maine? moose than black bear? Oh, yeah. I think so. At least that stand in front of cars. <laughs> I spent about four days driving up the coast of Maine and then spent two or three days around Bar Harbor last summer. So you did all the tourist stuff? Uh, yeah, pretty much. But I did it on the back end of a 13,000-mile road trip. Yeah, where he had where he had to buy bear spray. I drove from L.A. to Bar Harbor for the, the long stretch of it. That's a long drive. I drive a lot. That's a long drive. Started in Naples, Florida, ended in Southampton, New York, 13,150 miles later. Well, Jared, this is officially our longest episode, other than the first episode. Uh, yeah, the inaugural. Yeah. The first so, annual. First annual. <sighs> I told my <laughs> students about that the other day, but we're going we're gonna to have to get into student talk another time because I have obviously lots of teaching stories that I can go into but we're going to have to save that for another day um, thanks for everybody for hopping on here that hopped on this evening Brady thanks for spending some time out of your evening that you weren't going to be doing anything anyway and just sleeping in my hey, spare thank room thank you for having me glad that I could be here Jared always a pleasure my friend yeah and if you guys don't know you can go to meetthepresspodcast.com uh, there you can find all the links to our social medias to the podcast wherever uh, it's offered on everything, you know, Apple everything. Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, here on Facebook Live, you can find us on YouTube. You can find our socials on right here on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. No uh, TikTok yet. You know, maybe OnlyFans coming soon. Who knows? But no shame in this game. Measures. They are. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week.